Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we give you all of the praise. We give you the glory. We honor you, Daddy, for all that you have done for us. Thank you, precious Father, for the opening of our eyes to see who we are and all that you have done for us. And Daddy, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning. May our eyes never be blind. May we continue to see the reality of everything that you have done. The courage to repent, the courage to accept. Father, everything that is needed to bring us to the place of full acceptance and full repentance, may it be our portion. Amen and amen. Father, I thank you, Lord, because whatever I shall ask in your name, you will do. And this morning, Lord, I ask that everyone under the sound of my voice will come to the reality of everything that you have made them to be. None shall be missing, none shall be broken, and in their life it shall be shalom, peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. That everyone hearing me this morning will come to the place of that beautiful life of rest that you have always designed for us. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory because you have done this. Thank you, Father. Amen and amen. And those who receive this morning will join me to say aloud, Amen and Amen. And good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord, of course, is your brother, Pastor Chida Jacob. And this morning, let me heartfully welcome you to this day's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Lord. Welcome to the breaking of the world of life that we may eat and be full of life. Amen and amen. I was having a fellowship with one of our brothers yesterday and we began to share around this area. Beloved, I don't know whether you have seen that and I pray that you see that, that you and I are designed to function from a place of rest. God designed us for us to function from a place of rest. That is why everything is trying to tear us up to pull us out of that rest the information you get is the one that injects fear in your heart pulling you away from your rest many of the things you see out there things to make you to worry and when you're worried you are out of place you are out of rest living look at our physical bodies you know that we do well we do much better from a place of rest so beloved Please understand that you and I are engaged in a continuous warfare. I am up early this morning to fight this warfare, both for me and for you, through the grace of God. And please understand that the word you receive are intended for this purpose. This is the tool with which we fight. What is our warfare? Our warfare is on two fronts. Number one, that we may stand strong in the truth that we have received. You know why? Because everything else is fighting to corrupt that truth, is fighting to change you, to remove you away from the truth that you have received. Don't forget, beloved, we are encouraged. The only fight that we are encouraged to fight in the epistles is the fight of faith. At the end of the natural life of brother Paul, the apostle, he said, I have fought the fight 
and I've kept the faith. What does it mean by keeping the faith? Is to continue to stand strong in the truth that you know that nothing, no situation, no challenge tries to undermine or tries to change, no disappointment, no failure, nothing at all, at all. Not what men do, not what people do, not the way people respond, even the trusted people that you know. Nothing else will make you to be shifted away from the truth you have received. If you notice carefully, the more of this truth that you receive, the more at rest you become. Now, everything, don't forget, beloved, is fighting to pull you away from this rest. And the only way that can happen is to corrupt your knowledge, to change what you have believed, to shift you from the convictions that you have had about the love of the Father, about who you are in Christ. But I decree this morning, nothing will shift you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, the other front of the fight is that we must allow the Holy Ghost to use the Word of God to come in and excavate and pull out and root out and clean out all the other lies, superstitions, half-truths that we have come to believe about God, about our future, about our destiny, about us, all the lies that we have believed, all the evil knowledge that we have received prior to this time. We allow the Holy Ghost to clean us up. Also, if you notice, the more you are cleaned up from the inside, the more your fears are being rooted out, the more peace you begin to experience. Praise God. Beloved, do not forget, please, that you and I are designed to function greatly from a place of rest. Praise God. You know why? Because when we are at rest, then the grace of God flows to us and through us. When we are at rest, the power of God flows to us and through us. Praise God. So that is why I mentioned to you this week that when you hear any information, when you receive any knowledge that impacts fear to your heart, don't forget, fear tries to destabilize you. Fear tries to unplug you. Fear tries to remove you away from the place of rest. And like you know, most of the decisions you made by fear or desperation are hardly very good ones. So, beloved, be aware and be on guard at all times that we may stand and continue to fight the fight of faith. That as I fight this fight with you this morning, that you will also fight this fight with other people as we get the truth of this word across to them. Whether we forward the messages to them or we engage them with the knowledge that we have received. Don't forget, this is what the army of the Lord is. And this is what our fight is. It's a fight of knowledge. It's a fight of faith. That means to stand against every evil knowledge. You know why? Because it is knowledge that corrupts. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, if you read verse number 33, that is one of the most famous quoted verses in the Bible. The one that says that evil communication, don't forget, corrupts good manners. How are good manners, good conduct, good morals, how are they 
corrupted. They are corrupted by evil knowledge. Let me actually go ahead and read it from the TPT translation. Here is what it says. Stop fooling yourselves. Evil companions will corrupt good morals and character. Of course, Apostle Paul is quoting a poet here. He goes on to verse number 34 and he says, Come back to your right senses and awaken to what is right. I need you to pay attention to that. He says to them, Hey guys, come back to your right senses. In fact, this was one of those chapters in the Bible that you could see that Apostle Paul was so furious Apostle Paul was so angry. Now, what was it that made him this angry? What was it that made Apostle Paul this furious? It was not because of what they did. It was what they were allowing to spread. It was the information they were allowing to spread. This was where Brother Paul, the Apostle, was addressing a certain heresy that has risen from the church. There was a sect of people who began to teach that there is no resurrection from the dead. And that's what Apostle Paul was addressing here. And look at how strong the language is. He says, stop fooling yourselves. He says, evil companions will corrupt good morals and character. Come back to your right senses and awaken to what is right. Listen to this. Repent from your sinful ways. What is this sinful ways here? Knowledge. Repent from believing this evil knowledge. Repent from allowing this evil knowledge. Repent from spreading this evil knowledge. And he calls it sinful ways. Repent from your sinful ways. For some have no knowledge. Watch this. What is their problem? What is the missing link? Now, please don't forget, these people were also reading scriptures. These people were also called, quote-unquote, let me call it the general name today, Christians. But watch what Apostle Paul diagnosed here as their problem. He says, for some have no knowledge of God's wonderful love. Now, he says, you should be ashamed that you make me to write you in this way. Think about that. Apostle Paul is saying, hey, you guys should be ashamed that you are making me to talk to you in this way. And what was the problem? They had allowed a certain evil knowledge to begin to pervade them. Beloved, that is why today, if you're one of those believers that said, okay, yeah, we have to listen to everybody. You know, church is church. Uh, you know, I get a little bit here. I'll get a little bit here. Oh yeah, we're still listening to these people, you know, even though they are not saying it rightly, but you know, I could learn one or two things from them. Beloved, let me just be straightforward to you. You could see Apostle Paul's anger and frustration. Why? Because a certain knowledge has crept in. He began by saying to them, don't you know that evil communication will always corrupt good manners? What is it again, beloved, that corrupt good manners? Evil communication. And what was his prescription? Repent. Change your mind from believing this false heresy to coming back and believe the truth. I love the way he says it. Come back to your right senses and awaken to what is right. Praise God. Beloved, I said all that for us to come to this place this morning. Don't forget, everything that is wrong with you, everything that is wrong with me, everything that I'm struggling with, everything that you're struggling with, the source of it somehow had to be 
some form of knowledge somewhere. Now, I know that many things may have happened to us from outside. I know that people may have abused us, people may have insulted us, but don't forget all these things come from outside. In fact, the greater damage it does is what those things does to your inside person. How those things change the way you saw yourself, what you believed about yourself and the picture of yourself that you have. Regardless of what happened to us from outside, if it doesn't affect us within, then whatever that thing was or is has lost their battle. Praise God. You are the winner. And in any case that anything has inserted any negative consciousness in us, the word of God is here to root them out, beloved. One thing I mentioned over and over this week is something that even the psychologists have come to agree with. And they say that 95% of what happens to you comes from inside of you. The picture you see on the inside, the kind of the way you value yourself on the inside, and it's not difficult to understand. I share with them in church all the time that if a young lady loses the value of herself, a sense of destiny, a sense of purpose. Now, whether it's a lady or a man, it's the same thing. If a person loses a sense of personal value, a sense of personal worth, a sense of personal purpose and destiny, now they are going to live their life anyhow, guaranteed. Now, so you can tell that man that the way he lives his life is terrible, is bad, is wrong, and he will hear you. Sometimes he may understand, but at the end of it all, he will go back to do those things. Why? It comes from what is going on inside of him. And beloved, please, let's understand this. Everything that we need has been given to us. What we need to do is to continually allow God to repair us from inside so that the picture of us we have becomes exactly the same with the one he has. So what does this mean for you and I? We can make a conscious effort actually to look at the fundamental beliefs that we have about things, especially things that matter to us. The conclusion, the belief the place you are standing when it comes to marriage, where did that idea come from? The way you look at your children and handle them, where did that idea come from? The way you look at money, the relationship you have with money, the way you think about money, the convictions you have about money, where did that come from? The conviction you have about prosperity, where did that come from? Beloved, this is where the work remains for you and I, that we have to look at this things critically just to make sure that if there be any place where we have accepted an evil knowledge that the word of God, we root it out. Praise God. Amen and amen. When I look at people, a set of people, and I say to them that every one of us here can do well successfully, can do very well in life. Beloved, it's not a cliche. It's not because I'm trying to motivate anybody. No, it is the truth because that is Father's will for us. Not only is it his will, he has also proven that in that he has made all things available for us. If you recall, I mentioned on Sunday, the God who created you and gave you a brain does not want you to be useless. Let me say that again. 
the God who created you and gave you a brain that is your own does not want you to be useless. What matters is how we use that brain. Most times those brains are barely used because all we have done is to conform ourselves to what we have been told. We have been conformed to certain patterns, certain thoughts about God, about money, about relationship, about marriage, about the existence of everything. Now, instead of us pushing above those things, we have conformed to them. So, beloved, this morning, don't forget, I've said all this so that my eyes and your eyes will focus on really where our challenge comes from. Our challenge comes from evil knowledge. Our challenge comes from that knowledge that comes to remove your peace. That knowledge that comes to remove your joy. That knowledge that comes to shake you. Or sometimes, don't forget, knowledge doesn't just come by knowledge. It comes from experience that turns into a knowledge. Something happens and then you read it in a particular way. And that way you read it became a stronghold stands against your prosperity that stands against you doing well. But no matter whatever they are or whatever they exist in our heart today, I trust and I know convincingly beyond every reasonable doubt that the word of God is capable to root them out if we continue to yield ourselves. So beloved, listening to this message is daily is a good therapy. Let me say it that way. It's a good therapy. You listen over and over. You don't have to struggle. But what is happening is that as you submit to the truth, repentance from within is going on over and over. And then that is how the world produces the fruit. And you know, beloved, if it's the word of God, if we allow it to be sown and we allow it to germinate, we don't have to force it. We don't have to struggle. It will produce the intended fruit. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let me wrap up this morning by saying this. Any area of my life that I'm having challenge, any area of your life that you're having challenge, all you have to do is to sit down and question what you have believed. What are your convictions in those areas? Did they come from God or did they come from your experience or did they come from what somebody else told you? Or did it come from what you read from another person's experience? Or did it come from the trending things now, the awoke things now? Beloved, if it does not come from God, all you have to do is compare what you have believed, what your convictions are in those certain areas with what the word of God says in those areas. You are very wise to know which one to choose. Praise God. Amen and amen. I'm going to stop here and then come back to you again tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow is service. So you'll get the message a little later in the afternoon. Again, beloved, I plead with you, please, to keep me in your prayers at all times. Keep the word in your prayers. We just speak forth the truth that the word must succeed, that the word must prosper in my hand, in your hand. And it's already prospering. We see the testimonies. We just desire that many more will come to the light. Praise God. Please enjoy your day. While you are at it, don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom.